0: Namaste. So we read a prayer today. It's one of the prayers translated by Sherbindo. As we know, some prayers were translated by Sherbindo from French to English. It's extremely difficult because French has its own beauty, its own subtle, it's a very subtle language. If you compare, it's my little understanding of French. But a reasonable understanding of English, the feel that I get is, when I hear the French sounds, so French is like, uh, you know, it's a rashevskender. You know, you have some uh, honey mixed in it. There is the sense of sweetness in the language. You hear it in mother's voice. And English, with all due respect and regard, it appears rough at times. Of course, there are great poets, who have made it beautiful. But, there are some languages which are very subtle, which flow as if, you know, they are flowing like a beautiful river, stream, gurgling stream. That is the impression that French gives me as a language, just in terms of intonation. Uh, it's a different matter that I don't know much French, but little bit, whatever I know, I have um, felt it like that. See how it flows. Bonjour, that's what I still can't pronounce properly. Good morning. See, that's the difference. No, this is only a very small little example. <laughs> In Sanskrit you have this flowing pattern, no? You put it in Hindi. Jo ek me ek ko sab me dekta. You see? One flows like a wave, the other flows like a particle. This is how this is my little understanding of languages. When they flow, it's beautiful. Sanskrit has this. So, Sanskrit and French have this unique... There must be other languages. I don't know about them. So, this is one of those which has been translated by Shurbindo. O Lord, Thou art my refuge and my blessing, my strength, my health, my hope and my courage. I think one sentence, if you remember, we'll go through this period so beautifully. So, Somebody said very beautifully that, you know, this reminds me of that story of Udhav, when he goes to teach the gopis about yoga. They are all mad after Krishna. So Udhav tells Krishna, why are you misguiding them? Udhav is a jnani, sits in meditation, Om, Krishna, Namah. <laughs> so he says, you know, they, they are just treating you like a human being and you know, madly in love do you think they will get anything you are parbrahma he says i know you are parbrahma parmeshwar so they should regard you like this what is this human person krishna krishna ajao, Dwarka. Ye bridge ke krishna, what is this you are not teaching them rightly so krishna says you know what to do Udhava? i have been very busy with lot of you know work political and other things. And all the time, Kansa never left me free (laughs) to teach them anything. One Asura I kill and another one comes. Then the third one comes. So what to do, you know? So I didn't have time. But anyways, can you go and teach them on my behalf? Yes, of course. I'll be your emissary. But you write and give a letter so that uh, they know that I am your authorized emissary. Otherwise, they will question me. So he says, Okay, so... Krishna writes a letter and gives him. Udhav is going... I have narrated this story earlier, but I take great joy in narrating it again and again. So he goes and uh, calls all the gopi come. he's coming from Krishna. That itself is enough for them. You know, you remember when one stays outside, oh, you are coming from ashram. I remember the joy, you know, you would get. Oh, you are coming from ashram. That time, absolutely non-judgmental. First time, doesn't matter. After you come here, you start non judgment ashram se aay hai bas lagta hai ki next to the divine I remember this you know uh, when I came here this used to be the bhav oh I couldn't physically serve mother and shirabindu now it's a different matter that you know in a previous life what you have been but I, I could not but if I could serve those who have served mother and shirabindu so it was with this attitude that you know I would feel oh you have served mother you have seen her I am so uh, fortunate to be able to serve you so then, divine put me in Desiree' home. Okay, all those who have served them, yeah, it's a great joy, you know, that those whom on whom our physical gaze has fallen and who have seen, looked upon, uh, that is the next best. As Shubindu says in his aphorism, in a much wider way, the next best than love for God is love for man, because there also you enjoy the unity of His multiplicity. His unity in multiplicity. Next best, love. If you can love God, wonderful. If you can't love God, at least love human beings. So we say, yes, I do that. Whom? I love myself, you know. I am a human being. <laughs> so anyways, Udhav goes there to teach them and says, I have come from Krishna. And all of them are gaga over Udhav coming. And then he takes out a letter. By the way, I have come to teach you. Don't get mad. Huh? I know you guys are just start jumping, dancing. Okay, all our attention. But how much attention span of gopis and gopis, full of love for Krishna, takes out a letter. Letter, what letter is this from Krishna? Krishna! They tear it. All everybody grabs. All little bit straps. He says, what kind of creatures are you? So, this is why Krishna has given a message. Krishna has given a message then, you know. They are so happy. Something of Krishna's touch is there with them. Okay, tell us. So, Krishna has told, asked me to convey, on his behalf I am conveying. That this is not how you do yoga. Okay? So, what are we supposed to do? You must sit like this, straight, and you have to now do (laughs) pranayam. What is pranayam? It is control of breath. So, then the gopis say, Sir, one doubt, sir. (laughs) What is it? Sir, one prana we have. We have given it to Krishna. We don't have another prana with us. So, where do I get that other prana to do pranayam? (laughs) <laughs> see this is the we have one consciousness one we can't you know somebody says very beautifully the love what is love you have you must have noticed in young age you or when a child he loves only his mother then parent then friends then whatever husband wife then child now what happens to that love it becomes distributed it is the same love. It becomes distributed and thereby it becomes less and lesser because the quantity is the same. Unless you open to infinite, that human beings don't know. It is the same finite love. So then what happens? Mothers start feeling, oh, now my child doesn't love me. He loves only his wife. Why this happens? Because it's the same quantity of love, poor fellow. Now he can either make her happy or. But mother has been the recipient of all his love. So slowly you see conflict, tussle because it's finite love. It's the same love. So, then what to do? So, the method that is there is that turn all this love towards the Divine. Then what happens? Then this love gets linked with the Infinite. And when it is linked with the Infinite, let it radiate into the whole world. It will never get exhausted. That is the secret. But first, it must go to the Divine from where alone it must receive everything. So, who is our refuge? We say, God, God, God But in our pocket We are keeping all the numbers What is that called? Emergency number Some number is called, no? see number So I might own this thing see number Ma That's it So if somebody will open He will see see number Ma He will wonder what is this At least in his consciousness Mother will be there <laughs> If you are completely gone and yes, that's it. First thing, first aid anywhere in life. Call mother. So, but we, our consciousness is split into multiple things. And therefore, we find nothing. Neither. We neither find God nor we get this world. So, first is to turn everything to the divine. Thou art my hope. Thou art my refuge. Thou art my strength. You see that uh, translation that day, natato namata. This is exactly what it is. Gatistvam gatistvam bhavani. And if we have this kind of a once pointed concentration, then it brings, not that one should do it with the idea of result. Because then there is such a bond that is formed between us and the divine. See, this personal bond of the divine is something so beautiful. Jnana yogis miss it. They only believe in impersonal, universal, some supreme, somewhere. Think about it this way, that we have a heart. And this is a unique privilege that we can form our own individual personal relation with the divine. And what that relation can be? The relation of complete trust, abandon. There is this beautiful uh, story about this boy who's, who would tell his mother that I have to go to you know, school every day, but uh, I feel afraid because there is a stretch of land through which I have to pass forest. So, mother says, oh, you are afraid? Yes, I am afraid. It's so relevant in today's times, no? So, what should I do, mama? Oh, you have an elder brother, you don't know, he lives in the forest. So, you can call him and he will come and help you. Mother says, just by the way, oh, is it? What is his name? He says, his name is Gopala. He says, okay. So, he goes into the forest. and now he is happy. Mother also forgets, so the child will think... It must be, must be psychological like, like that. We say, na. So one day uh, in the school they ask uh, some milk, but the mother doesn't have milk because there is a mass feeding program. So he asks his friend Gopala. Gopala actually meets him, child with that kind of faith. So he says, doesn't matter, I'll give you as much milk as you want. When he narrates to the mother, she gets suspicious. This is the problem of us elders. We teach the child one thing, but in our own heart we don't believe in it. Our state is like, you know, there is God. But you know what? God is post-retirement plan. First it is doctors, lawyers, police people. All these people will save you. God is there, but keep him as a backup. Backup also, second, third backup. But he should be the first one. So she says, where does hope come from? People often ask, even this period. They often ask this question Do you see any hope? There is always hope If there is no hope, there is no life So what is the hope? Here is China There is, <laughs> I don't want to take the name Recent election <laughs> this, that Hope is with none of these people Hope is with the Divine Mother It's her creation It's her lookout And if she is there, everything is safe Every day we must get up and remind ourselves the Divine is there and it is His creation. It's His business to look after it. And since He is there, everything is safe. How He will take us? His wisdom far transcends our human understanding. So she says, O Lord, Thou art my refuge and my blessing, my strength, my health. Look at it, my hope and my courage. So imagine to live with this idea, to sleep with this idea, to wake up with this idea, to walk with this idea wherever we go. Thou art supreme peace. You want peace? Turn to the Lord. You'll have peace. People want peace as you know, if this person is not there, this thing is not there, if I get this, I get that. Peace doesn't come like that. But when the Lord comes, peace is, he is, offer is, I will come. You get me and get million things free. Old offer of the Lord. And the first thing that comes, you know, ancient times when all the queens, they, uh, Rajkumari, when they will get married, so along with them there would be some of their paricharikas. They would also go. They were the um, friends and maids who would take care of the uh, Rajkumari. Why? Because they know what the Rajkumari wants, what atmosphere she should have. So when you invite the Divine, there are other Ministers who come before the divine comes you know, Now late Professor Manoj Das Since recently passed away One of his stories Very interesting story It's an ancient fable Retold by him But very nice story So he says there is a person who uh, You know uh, King calls him and asks him Because he has saved the king once In, in the jungle When he was going with Bhesh And this man Brave man saved him So next day he calls him He didn't know he is the king And he says Ask anything you want Do you want a job in this? Uh, I can give you a good job. He says, no. Uh, I can give you so much money. Do you want this money? He says, no. So he says, what else? You tell me what you want. So he says, I want you to come to my house as a friend and have a dinner with me. So people say, what kind of boon have you asked? What kind of gift have you asked? He says, no, no, this this is enough. So now what happens is, king has to go. Date is fixed After one month Now everybody King has to go The roads have to be Absolutely fit and fine So the roads are fit and fine So king has to come How can he sit in his Poor Jopuri and eat? It is for the king King ki garima Not his So they make the house Into a pakka house Nice house All this is happening Behind the scene. King has to come This man is witness And then Well king has to come He has to eat with the man How can king sit Just with any ordinary person? So, immediately the mantri, the, the, the chief minister comes together. He says, oh, let's give him a good job. At least, you know, some stature. So, he gets a good job also, appointment letter. Now, final day is coming. King has to come. He says, you see, now he has a good job, good place, everything. But kings, what king will like or doesn't like to eat, only his daughter knows. So, the best is if his daughter can get married to this man. So, they approach the king and say, sir, he is actually very good. They insist and then he says, yes, perfect. So she gets married. So now you see, when the king comes. (laughs) So so these are the ministers of the kings. Peace will come when you call the divine. Some people ask, should I aspire for psychic being or the divine? Ask for the divine. All else is contained within that. So, supreme peace. Unalloyed joy. We have joys, but they are always mixed with a touch of sorrow. Perfect serenity My whole being prostrates before thee in a gratitude beyond measure And a ceaseless worship Why gratitude beyond measure? What has people often say? What has the divine done for me that I should be grateful? If divine has done something and you want to express gratitude Then it is not gratitude but a business transaction What is gratitude? The divine exists What is gratitude that He has called us to the path? What is gratitude that He has awakened in me the aspiration to know Him and to love Him? What for gratitude that He has given me one more day that I can walk this journey? So many things. Forget about many other blessings of life. The fact that we are living. Isn't it gratitude enough? And a ceaseless worship. How beautiful this is. Not a worship which is... Okay, half an hour I am going with this, tan, 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 tan. That's that's okay. That's one kind of level of worship. But ceaseless worship, when everything is seen with wonder, with the sense of the sacred, with worship always there is the sense of the sacred. When the whole universe becomes a temple and everything one sees with the sense of the sacred. And that worship goes up from my heart and my mind towards the, like the pure smoke of incense Of the perfumes of India This is before mothers coming to India See how beautifully she says Pure perfumes And when we light up the perfume It is a symbol It is also an occult action Because these perfumes can have power over many occult forces So pure perfumes of the incense Perfumes Like the pure smoke of incense of the perfumes of India See, at that point of time, look at it from another perspective. People come to India saying they want this, oh, this is not so good. I remember once going from Pondicherry and one young American girl, all jacket and jeans and style and cursing Indians like anything. So I said, by the way, what's your problem? Oh, you see, I got this purse and, you know, it has torn out and broken. So I said, excuse me, you came all the way to India to buy a purse? What kind of intelligence is this? So she said, no, no, I came to India, but I bought a purse. I said, so India doesn't specialize in making purse. That's not India's specialty. You can get purse anywhere else in the world. But there is something you will get only in India. Did you find that? And she started bit, you know, backup mode and little arguing mode. And then I had with me Punjab Ka. <laughs> so, see, this is how people, India is... For the sense of the sacred Everywhere else it is lost It was there in Egypt It was there in the West It was there in those Greek mysteries If you go into ancient Mayan civilization We have lost everywhere It has been finished by the You know that wave of Tide of materialism There is no sense of sacred Or if it is there It has turned into a formal Organized religion Where the sacred has Been taken over by the Power of that an institution wails and human beings wail, But the sense of the secret, how do you have it in India? See, you were born and brought up, you go. Have you seen that in a mohalla, how many little temples are there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. But I remember in my house, you go a little, there is a small little uh, tree. And below that, there will be a stone. And somebody has done, you know, little sindhur. And you will see somebody, you know, praying Hanumanji. Then you go wherever you see monkeys, they are always Hanumanji. Bail, he is Shivji. Cow, see how our mind gets so strange. Recently I was reading, if you keep a dog with you and take care, you are liberal. If you keep a cow and worship it, you are orthodox and backward person. This is our mentality. But in India, the sense of the secret, crow. Tree, people ka tree, name ka tree, flowers, plants, rivers, mountains, sky. What is it that didn't have the sense of the sacred? That is what is called a ceaseless worship. Wherever you are going, you are having this sense of the sacred. You go there, mother, father, again sense of sacred. Badawai, <laughs> sense of sacred. <laughs> it, it is woven in the fabric of Indian life, you know, from womb till the tomb. And thereafter, there is the sense of the sacred. So this sense of the sacred is what makes life a ceaseless worship. When we live with this thought, this idea, this aspiration, that everything is an occasion to worship. That today only we were discussing. See, in Vedic times, you didn't have temples like this, no? You may have had one or two temples. So what did people do? They would get up in the morning and rub their eyes. And what was their darshan? Surya So they would pray to the sun. Every day. Anybody from anywhere can pray. So beautiful, no? Nobody will charge you money for entry. It's all free. You can pick up water from your bucket and offer it to the sun. You are not asked. And then after you have given earth. This is how Indian life was. It developed like that. You go to a river and first in where you know that um, Kaveri river's origin Dakhinaganga So, you want to go and see what that Dakshin Ganga is. You see, it's a small little place, you know, where there is little water, like a pool of, puddle of water, not even a pool. I mean, it's like a well. And you go there down the steps and you take it. So, what is it? To a western thought, it will be like, what is it? Dirty water. But for India, then there is next to it a little pool. Everybody takes a bath With this idea That this is Ganges In which I have taken a bath This sense of the sacred That turns life Into a ceaseless worship We have lost it Shorabindran the mother said This is something Which the moderns have lost The sense of the sacred Now everything has become Cold, hard, dry material fact Let me be Thy herald among men Then she is asking Praying Praying for what? What is this ceaseless worship for? Not that make me this, give me this, grant me that. She says, make me, let me be, thy herald among men. So that all who are ready may taste the beatitude that thou grantest me. So ready is important. The divine love, Mother says, can do everything. It can transform. But a certain readiness is required. And that's why we see in life so many struggles and these things come just to make us ready For that one moment lived the ages past The world now throbs fulfilled in me at last That poem of Sri Sonnet on Krishna That at the end point, through all this we become ready How we become ready? See when you are not thirsty Then when you go to a place you want You are looking for soft drink or things like that and When you are thirsty, really thirsty Then water from anywhere, any source is like Amrit for you. So this readiness, otherwise we'll, even when divine comes before us, we'll turn him into, you know, just to give me some goodies. But when we are ready, then we understand that what we are receiving is not just goodies, but the supreme good. So she says, those who are ready, may taste the beatitude that thou grantest me in the infinite mercy. Mother is Tapasvini of Tapasvini. But she still says, In thy mercy. And let thy peace reign upon earth. I think this is a wonderful prayer. And for all of us who want to, people say to bring some positivity, this is the way to bring positivity, to link oneself to the divine. By the very fact that one tries to link oneself with the divine, one becomes a radiating instrument of peace and harmony and love and beatitude. You don't have to... Say something or do something. It will automatically happen. February 8th, 1913 O Lord, Thou art my refuge and my blessing My strength, my health My hope and my courage Thou art supreme peace Unalloyed joy Perfect serenity My whole being prostrates before thee in a gratitude beyond measure and a ceaseless worship. And that worship goes up from my heart and my mind towards thee like the pure smoke of incense of the perfumes of India. Let me be thy herald among men. So that all who are ready may taste the beatitude that thou grantest me in Thy infinite mercy and let thy peace reign upon earth. So may our life itself become like the pure smoke of the perfumes of the incense of India. May we burn so that fragrance and light be given to all. Namaste.